there, you are listening to IWG Radio, the place to be for all of your wellness needs. We just want to take a moment to thank you so much for listening and just let you know that any of the information that is provided is strictly for an educational resource and is not intended to diagnose or treat any conditions. The lifestyle interventions discussed should not be used as a substitute for any type of conventional medical therapy. Hello, this is Dr. Phil Pritting, chiropractor here at Integrative Wellness Group. And on this episode of Integrative Wellness Radio, we are going to be talking about digestion. And the perspective of digestion on this episode will be the movement aspect of digestion. Um, We'll go over some exercises that can help aid in our digestion and also talk about digestion itself, maybe have a different spin on the importance, the mindset, the mindfulness of our digestion and why it's important to understand it and work with it and allow our body to take in proper nutrients, assimilate it into the body, allow our cells to use this energy and information to grow and thrive our body in the most healthy way. So digestion, I was writing a kind of my thoughts on or my view on what digestion is and means. So digestion is the process of consuming external fuel or external energy, food, nutrients, minerals, matter from our external environment and allowing these product to assimilate into our internal environment. So taking things that are outside of us, placing them into our body and allowing its energy to assimilate into our body and thus help our cells grow. So thinking about it that way, whatever we're putting into our body, let's allow it to resonate and serve ourselves in the most healthy way possible. So let's follow the digestive tract. Let's follow how food or fuel or information, energy, how that reaches from our hands or fork or however you are placing this energy into our body. It first goes into the mouth. So the mouth is the first portion of our digestion we have enzymes in our saliva that helps break down the initial aspect of of the food. And so when I was thinking about just the first part of digestion, I noticed as a child or as a society in America, how fast we eat and how, what large amounts of food we eat at once. And so I was thinking about, okay, The first aspect is to, I think, connect with the food, the fuel, the energy, the life force that we're putting from our hands into our mouths, and and take our time to chew, to chew this and allow these enzymes in our saliva to work as properly as possible. And I often find that when we are just shoving shoveling food into our mouth barely chewing this 
creates a big mass of material to thus go into this esophagus, which can put stress on the musculature of the esophagus and then also into our stomach. So if we allow ourselves, if we allow ourselves to take our time to chew our food, smaller bites, you know, take our time to allow the food to assimilate and digest and break down into our mouth, that allows less stress into the, in the esophagus and allows our stomach to be able to break down the food further rather than if we rush and scarf our food down, not chewing uh, as to the best of our ability, not allowing that first stage of digestion to happen, I think it can put a lot more stress into the GI system down the chain. So the next step from the mouth down the esophagus, this muscular tube that can allow the food to get pushed down into the stomach. The stomach is where we can break down food further and further so that the small intestine, the next step, the stage, the small intestine, the upper gut, can assimilate the nutrients from the food assimilate the, the energy from the food, put it into our bloodstream, and thus allow our cells and our, our physiology to use food and the nutrients. Um, from there, the food moves into the, uh, the colon, so the lower GI, the large intestine, and then from there, out of the body as waste and byproducts after assimilation has been completed. So we have important organs in that upper GI. Once the, once the food we're consuming gets past the stomach into the small intestine, we have the pancreas, which has uh, digestive enzymes to help break down fat, carbs, proteins. We also have the liver which produces bile, the gallbladder that stores the bile. The bile can help break down food and allow the liver to absorb nutrients and eliminate wastes that the kidneys are not able to eliminate with or eliminate through. So the, the liver aids in um, any byproducts that the that can't pass through the kidneys. And so the liver helps us assimilate the nutrients into the blood and it also filters the blood. And the gallbladder stores that bile if there's any excess bile um, that helps break down fats and thus allow our body to take in as much of the nutrients as possible into our bloodstream. And then from there, any waste products can go through the kidneys or through the colon and then out of our body as elimination. So that's kind of a rundown view of how digestion works, the, the movement, the path, the process. And so it starts with what we're eating, what we're choosing to eat is this high vibrational uh, source. Does it have the proper nutrients, minerals? Um, and so if we can start there with our digestion of of the mindset of what we're going to put in our body and then once it hits our mouth enjoy and appreciate what we're putting in our body I think that allows 
the system to take in the proper nutrients as it goes through the rest of the digestive system. A little, uh, I'll share with you another thought that I had about um, what digestion, I guess, means to me. So the movement of matter through and into our body must be taken seriously and with the best intentions to provide an environment within us to work with the environment outside of us. So that's really what it comes down to of what we're putting in our body. The external environment, assimilating and working with our internal environment. So when we merge the two with the highest alignment and truth within ourselves, eating, digestion, the gut-brain connection is working and living in harmony. So we're learning more and more about the importance of the gut and our mood, how our brain is able to function at its highest. There's an intimate connection between the two. So it starts with the mind, what you're choosing to put in your body. Once that thought has been made, and hopefully it's with alignment to your true self, to the alignment of how your body can work and function at its highest, putting that into our body and allowing that to assimilate and work, work with us, then it hits the gut and that's where all the assimilation of the nutrients happens and that sends signals back up to the brain, back up to our mind and creates a, a cycle. So I like to share some exercises, some actual movement we can do within our body to help aid in digestion. Now that we've gone over the actual mo movement of how the food moves and travels through our body, let's learn a little bit about how we can uh, use our body as a whole to help aid in digestion. So the first exercise you can try is you find a seated position um, that could be sitting on the floor in easy pose, which is kind of like a cross-legged. You can sit in a chair. Just make sure that our torso is as open and as upright as, po as possible. Our posture is as aligned and as tall as de and as decompressed as possible. And you can start by placing the hands at the tops of the shoulders, the fingertips kind of cut the top of the shoulders, the elbows are nice and wide, keeps the space in our chest open, the torso from waist to uh, lower rib cage is as long and as tall as possible. And from here you'll take a nice inhale and rotate your torso to the left. And then as you rotate to the right, back to the right, you'll exhale. And from here, we're opening up that rotation, twisting motion for the upper GI, the liver, pancreas, stomach, small intestine. And try to find a nice rhythm of maybe one second inhale to the left, exhale to the right, and just find a nice rhythm back and forth using the breath, using the motion to kind of ring out the GI, get some flow going, and try to do this exercise for at least one to three minutes. And as you practice, you'll start to get the breath deeper and de deeper. You'll notice more opening in that upper GI area. 
and you'll start to get some heat and flow into the digestion and that can aid in getting blood flow to the gut and also help the motility of the food stimulating the pancreas and the enzymes and the liver filtration by simple twisting gentle but effective uh, rotations of the torso so you call this seated twists so inhale left exhale right hands on the shoulders elbows nice and wide and find a nice rhythmic breathing about one second left one second right and you'll start to feel the energy flow through the body the second exercise is called the cat cow which is a uh, you find in lots of yoga classes so you'll be kind of on all fours hands over the shoulders straight arms bent knees and you'll allow the stomach to drop, allow the, the belly to drop down to the floor, the chest and neck lift up towards the sky, breathing. As you exhale, you're drawing that navel up towards the spine, rounding the back, and then allowing from there the belly to drop back down and so you're going to a nice flow of dropping the belly and pulling the belly up dropping the belly pulling the belly up and you're trying to open up the space in the GI area open up the space in the belly get flow get motion allow gravity to work with you um, so cat cow the next one I enjoy is the child's pose. So you'll, it's a nice transition from the cat cow as well. So from being on all fours, you'll widen the knees and allow your pelvis, your, your hips to drop down towards the floor and you're allowing, and your arms are kind of reaching out in front of you, lengthening the torso. And you're gonna allow the belly just to gently open down through the thighs, creating as much space in the GI area as possible. And again, you can use that rhythmic breath if you need to, or you can just do very, very nice slow openings of the belly. So the base of the rib cage where our diaphragm sits and a little bit above where our liver, pancreas, so the upper GI opening there, opening into the lower GI, slow openings to help with the parasympathetic nervous system, which is our rest, relaxation, digest, getting out of the parasympathetic, our fight or flight. So nice, slow, deep breaths, allowing the belly to open down towards the floor. And spend about one to three minutes here as well. Take your time and then just connect, visualize that, that digestive system. So from our stomach, it's moving kind of in a clock, clockwise motion through the small intestines and then into the colon or up basically from the low, lower right quadrant so lower right ab abdominal area up up towards the upper right and then across the upper um, belly to the left down into the descending colon and then out through um, the pelvic area for elimination. So you can visualize that flow happening.
The next one exercise is from foundation training. It's standing decompression. You'll be standing uh, with feet together, actually big toes together, heels an inch or so apart. Standing nice and tall, you'll place the thumbs at the base of the rib cage and the little fingers at the waist and just creating as much space in the torso as possible, 360 degrees, front, back, side, up. And you're breathing the torso up towards the, up towards the head, opening up the rib cage. And when you're exhaling, you're drawing the navel in, pulling the abdominal uh, musculature inward so that the next inhale, you're expanding that torso further and further. So this is a more muscular way to open up the torso and allows much flow, as much room for that digestive system to, ha to happen, opening up any connective tissue adhesions into that GI. So standing decompression from foundation training. And the last one is breath of fire, everybody's favorite. <laughs> and uh, so this is increasing energy at the navel point, so the, the belly button, and distribute the, the energy, the heat, evenly throughout the GI into the rest of the body. So from our esophagus, stomach, intestines. So you'll be sitting here, just kind of like the seated twist, sitting however is comfortable for you. You'll place index and thumb, uh, connecting those two points, straightening the rest of the fingers, placing the hands on the lap. Nice open shoulders, allowing the torso to be as open as possible. And from here, you're going to breathe in and out the nose rhythmically for two to three cycles per second. So a relatively quick breath. So it's like a... So in and out the nose, rhythmic breaths, and we're trying to get heat down into the GI. And so as you're inhaling, you're opening up the upper belly, so the upper GI into the stomach. When you exhale, you're, you're drawing the navel inward. So inhale, relax in the upper abdomen. Inhale, drawing the navel inwards. And you're trying to create an equal length and strength of inhale, exhale. So finding that rhythm, equal inhale, exhale for one to three minutes. And you can work up to 10 minutes, but just do your best to just find that rhythm and you're getting that flow deep into the GI, getting that heat and fire into that digestive system, getting things moving and just building connection, taking the time to meditate and tune into the digestive system as you're working mentally, working into the brainstem, using the breath into the diaphragm. That helps us connect into the gut, and then the gut starts to move, sends signals back up to the brain. And so from the stages of just what you're choosing to put into your body, taking the time to think what you're putting into your body, taking the time to chew and chewing small amounts. From there, you allow a more easy passage of food into the esophagus, down into the stomach. You're allowing the stomach to work to break down even further and then assimilating that nutrients 
into the small intestine, allowing the organs of, a, of the pancreas, liver, gallbladder to further digest the food using enzymes and bile. From there, allowing that passage of food into the small intestine, getting into the blood, rejuvenating our cells, uh, and then from there into the colon where further, if there's any other digestion, but mainly that's where we're able to pump any of the uh, residual uh, components of our food that did, did not need to be assimilated into the body and then thus elimination. And so the combination of that and some exercises that you can try daily, I think will uh, give just a deeper connection to, to the gut and how, how important it is for us to connect to this aspect of life as often as we can. So I thank you for uh, listening today. If you're resonating with the information and looking to take the next steps in your health journey, please take advantage of our complimentary 15-minute strategy calls. You can access the link on our site. We thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you next week.